0: welcome to the big picture podcast where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear if this podcast episode helps you would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen we appreciate it and remember we ain't woke but we are certainly awake and now your host larry ragland Are men still valuable in the world that we live in today? I say yes. That's what we're going to talk about today, the value of a man. Somebody's got to say it. Welcome into the big picture. I'm your host, Larry Ragland. I'm so excited that you are with us once again here on the program. And today is going to be a very, I shouldn't be controversial, uh, but it is a controversial topic. And that is the topic of manhood. I'm not afraid to talk about manhood anymore. I'm not talking about toxic masculinity. I'm not talking about these people that's trying to do away with man and manhood And I'm not talking about, you know, not necessarily that's a bad thing. But uh, I'm talking about the value of a man. Uh, Today, we live in a world that is trying to devalue man. But I'm going to tell you something right now. We need more men to step up to the plate. That's probably the problem that we got with the world, is that we just ain't got enough men being men. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is actually – the foundational scripture of our men's ministry of our church that we have called iron men and that's proverbs 27 17 it says iron sharpens iron so does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend you know so you know iron sharpens iron y'all that's a big big deal i talk a lot about iron okay and I'm gonna, I'm gonna break that down in just a minute about the value of iron but um you know, I want to I just tell you something. This just blew my mind. Here, this is a microcosm of where we're at when we talk about the value of a man. I did a search. I did a Google search on the value of man, thinking that somebody's made a graphic out there that says the value of man. Not there. A couple of books called that. Mainly, it's just like presentations, screenshots of pe- people's presentations that they were making about the value of a man. So I go to our software that we use to, um, that I use to make the thumbnails and different things. It's a very popular website that many of you use to make graphics. And I did a search just simply of their graphics that are included that I use a lot. Uh, variations of man, manhood, all this kind of stuff. Let me just show you a, a couple of quick shots here. I promise you I'm not exaggerating. If you know what site I'm talking about, it starts with a C uh, and I don't want to say the name on here, but uh, that people use to to make graphics is one of the most popular websites people use right now. you can figure it out and uh, you can do it yourself. You do a search for man, uh, manhood or whatever and I can't remember what variation it was, but these were the top these were in like one of these were like number two or three of the graphics. The other one was like, both of these were in the top 10. This is the world image that they're trying to tell you about a man. And uh, unfortunately, this is what some men are thinking about all the time. Instead of providing, instead of d- defending their family, instead of trying to uh, work and and be the man of the house, be the priest of the home, this is what they're worried about, and, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing, okay? I'm not saying this, this is a bad thing for you to worry about skin care, okay? Because you can see I, I need some skin care issues. I got some skin care issues myself, okay? Uh, but this was one of the top five, and the other was in the top ten, of pictures of those search man. This is it, y'all. This is it. <laughs> This is it, y'all. I'm just telling you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't handle this. This is, y'all, this is the image that the world wants us to have of men. And this is a skincare slide. Uh, it, like I said, if you listen to this on, on podcasts, you you don't see this. But this is a man. I guess it's a man. Uh, and And he's just literally just touching his face like a woman. Men's skin care tips for, for for fine lines and wrinkles. And then here's this other manly man with a mud mask on. Okay. Okay. Listen, um, iron sharpens iron. So does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend. I ain't got no problem with you caring about your skin. Okay. You need to care about your skin because your skin ain't got one skin. I got that. I got that. I got sun damage all over my face and all that from working outside. A lot. But let's just tell it like it is. There has been an assault on masculinity. There has been assault on manhood. And that is why I'm on a mission uh, to, to raise up as many men as we possibly can to be fathers, to be husbands, to be leaders in their communities, to be providers, to be priests of their home, to be leaders in their church, to not sit in the back of the church or send their family off to church and stay at home and cut the grass. But go to church So as I said earlier My scripture that I like to use is Proverbs 27, 17 Says as iron sharpens iron So does a man sharpen the countenance of his friend Okay So we sharpen each other Iron is a strong element It's forged in the fire Let me tell you something about iron Okay Uh, Iron is a very interesting uh, thing to talk about uh, when you talk about the value of a man, uh, the value of a man, uh, one of just one of the scriptures that in scripture is the one I just used Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, 17, but uh, it is, it is very powerful scripture because it uses the, the, the element of iron to describe man. Now Let me tell you something about iron, a bar of iron uh, at the time of me studying this, it's worth somewhere around $5, okay? Just a small bar of iron is worth around $5. But watch what happens when something happens with that iron, and, and that iron is used. When you take that iron and you turn it into a horseshoe for a horse, of course, you know, the, the iron horseshoes that are on the bottom that, that a blacksmith makes and nails upon the hooves of the horse that $5 bar of iron becomes worth $12, okay? So $12, because it was forged into a horseshoe, you take that iron, and then you divide it into needles, which can be used to make needles, sewing needles, and that $5 bar of iron becomes worth $3,500. That's how many needles you can get out of it and sell it. The $5 bar of iron, Now is worth over $3,500 if you turn into needles now, but watch this. If you also take that and break it down and duplicate and replicate down to, uh, where you use that iron, that $5 bar of iron to make balance springs for a watch, it becomes worth over $300,000. So a bar of iron is worth five dollars until it is pressed until it is forged until it is molded And that's the problem with with men in this day and t- day and time We don't want to we don't want to think about having to worry about pressures of life and troubles of life. Think about the men that went before us that fought the wars the world wars I mean some of these some of these guys that were fighting overseas in world wars were we're 17 years old, 18 years old. You know, you ask yourself, could the men of this world do that again? I mean, you know, I'm not going to say that we couldn't step up and do it, but it don't really look like we could. Men men have been beat down. They have been made fun of. They have been ridiculed on sitcoms and movies and You know, the family unit has been assaulted and broken down so much that that men don't feel like they're iron anymore. Men don't feel, many men don't feel like they're valued anymore. Many men don't feel like they're even important anymore. And a lot of women don't want men in their life. They don't think they need a man in their life, but they do. Just like a man needs a woman in his life, you know, God put that. Modeled together for us in the Garden of Eden. It was very, very obvious that was his model. Let me tell you something about, about iron. The more iron is worked, the more, more iron is used, the more value it becomes. More valuable it becomes. See, when a man doesn't feel like he is being appreciated for the work and the effort. And being feel, feeling like that, he has a sense of value. That he has a sense of uh, I have a place in this world. I I'm appreciated for for being for just trying to be a man, just trying to be a good man. He becomes beat down. He becomes depressed. He becomes. He feels like what is it worth? What what's you know where's the value? In who I am And and just You're seeing more and more men battling depression You're seeing more and more men Quite frankly becoming feminine uh, Feminine characteristics Instead of masculine characteristics You know that word masculinity Now is, is considered to be Almost like a curse word Because of, they've injected this Toxic masculinity in there Well yeah There can be some huge Disgusting men That are jerks that are uh, chauvinistic on to to the, to the maximum, I mean, that, that are full of themselves and don't care about nobody but themselves. I'm not talking about a man who thinks he is God, that he thinks everybody else has to bow down to. I'm just talking about a good man. I'm just talking about a good man. Where are the good men? Where, where are the mighty men? The word of God says, wake up the mighty men. Wake up the mighty men of God. Wake up, men of God. The world needs you to stand up and be a man. Our boys need to see what a man looks like. Our young girls need to see what a true man looks like, a man that you would want them to pursue if they were your daughters. Listen, come on, men. See, as I said, iron, the more iron is worked, the more valuable it becomes. Iron is capable of being bent, shaped, stretched without breaking. Tell you something that's powerful about an iron man. Iron is easily magnetized. Something that is magnetized has strong magnetic properties that are usually, that are always present, but is on, watch this, they're always present. It's innate within it, but it's only magnetized once it is exposed to another substance magnetic field. See, iron is easily magnetized. Almost as if it's waiting to reach its full magnetic potential with the slightest hint of contact by another magnetic field. See, that's how about iron sharpens iron. Men are taught by the world: if you're going to be a man, you got to be solitude. You got to be by yourself. You got to be a man, a true man. He don't need nobody. See, that's a lie. It's a lie from the pits of hell, man. You can't be, a man can't be who he's supposed to be without other men in their lives. It's like a woman can't be a true woman of God without other women of God in her, in her life. We need each other. That's one of the problems with men. That one, of the, one of the reasons that we don't see the value of men is because men don't allow other men to speak into their lives. You know, it's just, it's just too weird. It's too weird for, for men. Men don't want to be vulnerable. Men don't want to have a friend that they can be real with. That's why we have Iron Men conferences, and that's why we go to other conferences. We host conferences in our church. We send our men to other conferences. I go to conferences. I'm the pastor. I go to the conferences too. Guess what? Because I'm a man. Okay, I'm just a man. I'm the pastor of our church, but I'm just a man. I'm on this broadcast right now speaking to you from my studio. But you know what? This is just a man here. It's just a man creating the image of God just like any other man. But we got to let people sharpen us. We, we, we You got to be teachable. If you ain't teachable, you ain't reachable. Come on, somebody. If you ain't bendable, you know, if you ain't bendable, you can't be dependable. Watch out. <laughs> oh i don't know man i'm just in one of those moods i'm excited see we just don't allow other men to sharpen us but we got to open up ourselves up we got to let men to sharpen us okay you know we are not designed by god to repel each other you know you take a magnet that's got two magnets that's been magnetized iron that's been magnetized and they're both exactly the same But you put them together and you put them together and that magnetic field is so strong, what happens? It just pushes the magnets away. If you flip that thing over, they'll stick to each other. See, sometimes you got to watch each other's back. Do you understand that's one of the main reasons not just men but women too can't seem to have relationships that are true relationships uh, and valuable to speak in their life because they're always just sorta of at each other's throat, at each other's face. They don't want to watch each other's sticks. They don't want to watch their back. So, you know, but the, the Roman soldiers, the perfect uh illustration is one of the tactics that they would fight in is is the reason why the armor of God, remember the Bible talks about put on the whole armor of God? When you when you listen to the armor of God being described, the cool thing about the armor of God is everything is on the front side of the armor. It was is modeled after the roman empire uh, army the roman soldiers at that time everything on the back was just leather straps on the back why because a roman soldier was never meant to ever turn their back on the enemy they're f- there to fight to the death face on but guess what an enemy will come up behind you and and you won't even know it but if you but if you got a brother that is sharper than iron. You're sharper than iron in you, and you sharper than iron in you. y'all. Got each other's back. That's what that means. Is I got your back. That means you put your back to their back. You you would lock one arm, and then in the other arm, he have your sword. You'd have that one arm that's locked. Both of you would have your shield on it, and the other arm you'd have your sword in it. And then you, while you're fighting the enemy, nobody can sneak up on your back because you got a brother that's got your back. See we just we just don't understand that we don't understand that in the world that we live in because everybody's always looking out for themselves and everybody's always suspicious of everybody else so so what has happened is by nature man has devalued himself and he's and he's allowed quite frankly many women have devalued men culture has devalued men and You know, quite frankly, I'll probably get some thumbs down on this one. I'll probably get some blowback. I might even get some people unsubscribe uh, from my channel just because I said we need men to be men, just because I said we need men to step up and be men, okay? But you know what? It is what it is. I'm just, just, I can't worry about that. I got to tell the truth. Somebody's got to say there is a value in a man. Not there's a value in a woman. I, you know, I'll get my wife on here, and we'll, do, we'll do, let her do a program. We'll do one together. I mean, I, I, feel, I feel like as a man, I could actually do a show on here and talk about the value of a woman because I see the value of a woman. I see that a man can't be a man everything that a man wants to be without his helpmate. That's why God said in the garden, it is not good for man to be alone. Remember that? See, some people think that man, that Adam said that. Adam's just sitting around looking at all the animals, seeing, you know, his symbol's got Nala and all these kind of people, you know, all these people, all these other animals has got somebody to, to hang out with, to live with, to build a family with, and poor old Adam just sitting there up under the tree going, I ain't got nobody. Please, God, give me somebody. That ain't what happened. Man had somebody. He had God. They was walking with the cool of the day. But God said, God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper. Watch this, that is comparable to him. And that means, you know, when you look up that word comparable, and that's King James Version it says comparable, but it's the same same word. When you look it up in the original Hebrew, you know what it means? It means opposite counter. It means the the piece of the puzzle that fits you that completes you. So yeah, we need a woman. God said that. Women you need a man. And we mess up everything when we when we think that who we need the one we need is the one that's that I'm talking about intimately. I'm talking about build a family with, not relationships that sharpen us, but build a family with and reproduce. We in our mind we tell ourselves that that is the same that a man can't process just needing a man in a friendship like David and Jonathan. Now we just feel like we can't even handle a friendship because now we think that means we got to hook up with that man, man with man, woman with woman, which we see what that has brought us. Tell you something else about iron real quick. Iron is actually non-toxic and it dissolves but and it dissolves in acid. Watch this. We are supposed to be able to ingest the sharpening of others in our lives, but if we allow ourselves to be involved in toxic relationships and have a toxic attitude, the very iron in us will be dissolved by the acid. Wow! What a statement. What a statement, y'all. That's incredible. When you think about that, you know, people take iron. They're, they're, iron is in our blood, and if your iron is low, you need iron. So this is an amazing element that can be forged into steel, that can be turned into a weapon, that can be used from multiple different things, but also can be ingested and is in our blood. Iron is already in us. You know, one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies that came out was the first one uh, during all the, the current Marvel movies, and that was Iron Man. I was not a real big Iron Man uh, fan as a kid, you know, in the comics and all that. Iron Man was just sort of like, you know, you had your Superman, you had your Batman. I mean, you had the big names. And then you had, you know, Iron Man was, I guess, a pretty big name, but he wasn't up there on the level of a Batman and a Superman and even Wonder Woman. But and, And so I thought it was strange that they started out uh, not with Captain America, but with Iron Man uh, to to make this whole movie genre that they had called the Marvel Universe. But it ended up being so poetic. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, by now, if you was going to watch it, you, probably, you probably are going to watch it. But, but I've watched every one of them all the way through to what they call the end game. And uh, the very last scene uh, the, of the end game was just incredible, uh, especially for... Iron Man Ministries, Iron Man Conference, because if you'll remember uh, the enemy, and like I said, spoiler alert, uh, if you hadn't seen the end game yet, then just sort of mute it for about the next 60 seconds, then come back. Uh, but the ultimate enemy that they were all fighting, you know, he has this power where he can snap his fingers and something very significant, horrible would happen. A lot of people is going to die. Billions and trillions of people is going to die around the universe. Of course, they believe life is on other planets. But billions on the earth at the snap of a finger. And uh, he says, I, the enemy says, I am inevitable. Inevitable. Meaning you can't stop me. And he snaps his fingers. What he don't realize is that his glove, his power that gives him the power to snap that finger. And do what he did, have been taken away from him. And Iron Man has it on his hand. And he just has this little smile, leaning back, dying. And he says, but I am Iron Man. And he snaps his fingers. And the enemy's face gets so big and shocked because he can't believe it. I am inevitable. You can never be a man. You never be a man after all that you've done. I am inevitable. But I'm going to tell you something. Greater is he that's within you than he that's within the world. I mean, there, there's an iron man inside of you. And I'm going to tell you, if you'll, if you'll let God Do it in your life. I'm not talking about trying to make you some bully. But if you let God restore your manhood, I'm talking about genuine, biblical, authentic manhood, priesthood. The Bible calls you a king. The Bible calls you a priest. The Bible calls you a prophet. Oh, my goodness. I could go on and on. You can look at that devil that says it's inevitable. You are going down. You're going to be a failure. You'll never be a good husband. You'll never be a good father. You'll never be a good man. You look at him and say, yeah, but I am an iron man. And that devil won't know what to think. Mm. And I'll tell you, man, one other thing, spoiler alert, y'all. It was so awesome. Because you know, if you go to a Marvel movie, you know you learned you learned real early on that you don't get up and walk away when the credits are going, because if you do, like you did every other movie of your life, okay, until the Marvel Universe started, you'll miss a preview of the next one because they have got a little clip that they will play to give you a teaser of the next movie coming at the after all the credits. I mean, it's genius. You think about it it's genius that they were like, they, how can we? They're sitting around. How can we ever get people to read all these crazy names, these hundreds of thousands of names, if it seems like, of all these people who worked on this movie, song credits, all this kind of stuff? How can we say, every once in a while, they'll scan, scan up on that screen, they'll, and they'll, if they're in the studio, they'll, they'll if in the theater, they'll, they'll read some of this. How can we get them to stay? Oh, I got it. Let's make a clip. That they start knowing is going to be there at the end, and they won't leave till it's all till everything fades to black, and then there'll be the scene of the next preview of the next movie to make you just can't you can't wait till the next one. You'll remember, you know that that little clip at the end of the credits. So every movie in the Marvel Universe, all the way through, had that. So I remember sitting in the theater that night, and everybody—I mean, it's packed out. It's the end game. It's the last movie of that phase of the Marvel Universe. And true fans, they all knew. So the movie's over with, epic movie, epic movie. It was great. And uh, everybody's sitting there waiting. What's it going to be? Because the true fans tried to stay away from any kind of spoilers. I mean, you just just wanted to get it and be surprised in the theater. So I stayed away from spoilers. I was just like, what is it going to be? What is it going to be? What is it going to be? And uh, but then you're thinking it will there be one? Because there is no pre- there's no next movie. What are they going to preview? What are they going to preview? Well, like I said, sorry if I'm spoiling this for y'all, if you never watched it. But the last credit scrolls up, it fades to black, and they're like, "There's no clip. What is it? And all of a sudden it's a black screen. You know all you hear? but it was the sound listen to me of a hammer hammering iron on an anvil it was the scene it was the sound of the scene from the very first movie when iron man was forging his own original armor on the anvil he had just pulled it out of the fire and he was he, he was just in this cave and he's just beating that iron into what it needed to be, and there was nothing but blackness on the screen and the sound of iron being hit by a hammer, and then it just went away. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm about to cry right now (laughs) because I cried. I know it's silly. I know it's crazy. I'm talking about a man here, but this full-grown man cried because I got it. I got what they were doing. It was awesome. And I and I remember as a pastor sitting there going, I'm going to preach this. I'm going to preach this. Because when it's all said and done, man, when it's all said and done, and this thing winds down and the devil is trying to remind you of everything you failed at. Oh, yeah. But you know what he's going to hear? Ding, ding, ding. And that's the sound of that hammer. He's going to be reminded. Yeah. But every time you threw me in the fire, every time you thought you was gonna burn me up, my God pulled me out of the fire. And you know what he did? He put the hammer to the iron and he forged me into the man I am today. Hey devil, you think You've got my ending played out. You think it's inevitable. You think mankind has lost its value. Man is not worried about facials right now. Okay, take care of your skin. (laughs) But man, true men are rising. Men that will defend their children. Men that will defend their spouses. Men that will pray. Men that will praise God. Men that will not stay at home and send their kids and their wives to church. They will get their wives up and their kids up and take them to church. Men that will get in the altars during praise and worship and unashamedly praise God the way David praised God. David was a man after God's own heart and he praised God with all his might. Iron men are rising. Get up, men. The value of a man, you can't even put a value on it. You too, women. But women of God, don't you want a mighty man? You tell your husband how proud you are of him. You tell him that you pray for him. Appreciate the hard work that he does. Pray for your man. You don't need no boy. And dare I close it, Dare I close this podcast, this YouTube, getting in a lot of trouble with a lot of people? Do you dare me? Okay, since you dare me, I'll do it. You don't need no sissy. You need a man. It's time. Rise up, men. I love you. Thank you for being on this broadcast. Hope you ain't too mad at me. I'll see you next time. Hit that subscribe button. Thumbs up. I'm your host, Larry Ragland. You want to tell you something about this host host right here? I'm a man. I'm a man, all right? Tell you something else about me. I ain't woke, but I am awake. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.